listeners, welcome to Solid Saturdays, where we take a moment just to have a casual conversation that flows from the heart of God. Listen, this conversation will inspire you and you will receive prayer that will empower you to have a solid weekend and an even better week. Now get ready because we're about to dive in. We are back for part two of Salvation and Sex. And I have once again here, Pastor Rodney Dames. Pastor Rodney, thank you so much for last episode. You gave us so much and you shared your testimony. And I just want to thank you for that. I also want to pick up from where we left off. So you were saying that you had so many souls that you had to detox yourself from. And it took a lot of self-control. So I just want you to continue to tell us about that. So I say Rome wasn't built in the day. Because it took me a while. I didn't get to where I am overnight. It, it took me a while. When I say a while, it took some years. I tell folks, I never believe in lusting because before I lust, I make it happen. That, that was my motto. I'm not going to, if I, if before I lust, I'm, I'm going to make it happen. Might not happen that day, might not happen that week, might not happen that month, but before that year, that was going to happen. So, that's how he I live. He's not going to lust. He's just going to make it happen. I'm going to make it happen. Y'all don't judge the pastor now because he delivers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I am delivered. I but am delivered. he is real. And that's why yeah. I love it. I had to have him on here. Go ahead. I'm sorry. So, yeah. And, and that's that was my mindset. So, I didn't believe in lusting after nobody. Anyway, I said all that because, again, men see stuff and then they have the tendency to go after what they see. So that's why you have to be careful. We have to be careful that uh, some of the stuff that we we look at or entertain because yeah. it'll take us. You know, a lot of preachers fall. It's not because they want to fall. And I tell people this all the time. Stop that. Stop judging preachers. Stop judging pastors. For the Bible said, if your brother who is overtaken in the fault, you that are spiritual, you go restore such a one considering yourself, meaning that that could happen to you. Stop judging folks. And we support to pray for people. So and you don't know the struggle. You you we don't know the struggle. I'm not giving nobody the license to go and sin because that's not that's not what I'm doing. But everybody's struggle is different. You're not going to handle how I handle it. You may be able to get over it right away where somebody else it, it's, it's going to take a while. A lot of people, you know, they think that I, I'm saying it's OK. No, it's not OK. But the Bible speaks against that. The Bible says sex without marriage, fornication is adultery, so you don't want to do it. And if you love God, yes, Jesus, if you love God, like you say you love God, then you're going to do what you can do to please God yeah. and stay away from the thing that's going to hurt God. Yeah. This is what I tell folks. So and that that's the mindset that I have now. I want to stay away from the thing that I know that's going to hurt him. I like how you broke it down at the end where you were saying that it's a relationship with God and mm-hmm. it's a relationship. Let's just say that. Meaning if you get into a relationship with somebody that you love, like really, really love, then you're not going to try to do things that will intentionally hurt them. And right, it's the same correct. thing with God. But in order for you to really strengthen your relationship with God so that you can develop that desire not to hurt him, you have to familiarize yourself with his voice, with his word. You have to get into his word and know what his word says and strengthen that relationship and in prayer as well. Pastor Rodney said several times in the Bible speaks that some things don't come out but by fasting and prayer. Definitely. 
And mm-hmm. so you have to choose to do that because you want to please God. It's, it's just like, and maybe everybody don't have this testimony because there are strained parental relationships, but it's just like when you're a kid, you want to make your parents proud. To a certain extent, we got to look at our relationship with God the same way. God, I want to make you proud. And we need to understand that when we sin, it hurts God. It hurts him. Another thing that I want to point out, you said so many things. And thank you for being transparent. Let me just say that. But another thing that I want to point out is that you were mentioning that your story may not be like the other person's story. It may take you a little quicker or longer than the other person to get over different things. But at the same time, I believe that People need to have a spirit of humility to learn from those who have overcome, to be mentored and discipled by those who have overcome. And in order to effectively do that, that person who's being mentored has to trust enough to be vulnerable with their struggle with this person that has overcome the struggle so that you can overcome it as well. What I see a lot is that people are not honest or transparent about their struggle and they miss their blessing of being mentored by somebody that can help them get through their struggle. So I think that is important as well, that if you are struggling, that you don't try to cover it up when you come to church. But you find somebody that you can talk to and help you through that struggle because the Bible says this, the strong ought to bear the infirmities of the weak. There's a reason for us to be a body of Christ. We help each other. We're supposed to be a community. And so in order to do that, we need to learn to start trusting each other. And sometimes, let me just say this, sometimes it's easier to receive information this way because nobody knows your struggle but you. We don't know who you are listening on the other side, not unless you tell me. And there's nothing wrong with this. But at the same time, there's going to be a point where you have to trust somebody and you got to be real Mm. with somebody because we need each other. We need each other. Can I say this? Can I say this before you move further? Now, you, you were saying about, you know, they have to trust somebody. And I think a lot of people is afraid in that area because they're scared people going to judge them. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because mm-hmm. uh, for a long time, I, I, I kept it hidden because mm-hmm. I didn't know how people was going to receive me or look at me, especially mm-hmm. if I tell them, listen, man, I, 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 this is what I do. You know, say, oh, what is, this is what I'm struggling with. But some folks is, is really afraid that, that how people would look at them and, and, and judge them. And this is why, again, I'd say you, you got to be careful how you point fingers at people because, again, your sin or your fault might not be my fault, but you have a fault. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So we all have something that we're dealing with, that we're going through, we're struggling with. And then when you don't talk about it, yes, God, when you don't talk about it, then that's what hurt you. Amen. So I can tell you, I can tell you from this perspective on the sexual part, I know he's a deliverer because he delivered me. I, I know he'll keep it because, listen, they say God will keep you even when you don't want to be kept. Because that's sometimes I tell God, I don't want you to keep me. Come on, let me, I'm just being, you're being honest, mm-hmm. but he'll keep you. But we get to the place where we're scared to talk about it because we are afraid of what people are going to say and how they're going to judge us. And and this is another thing I want to say this, and I'm going to shut up after this. I've got to the place now, uh, Prophet, is that I don't care what people say now as long as I got it right with God. If you want to hold my mistakes and my faults against me, that's on you. As long as when God changed me and God got me where I am now, it's, I don't really care. 
Because everybody, everybody make mistakes. And I tell these folks this all the time and listen to me good. God knows when you're going to do wrong, how you're going to do wrong, who you're going to do wrong with if you do wrong with somebody. He already knows. Now, hear what God does. God sits in heaven uh, hoping that you will have the strength to resist. And if not, then you know how to repent. He's an all-knowing God. So he already knows what's going to happen. Find you somebody, like I say, if there's something I can do and help you out or help somebody out to let them know how I overcame, talk to me. I, I'll let you know. And and longer you can take the raw, the truth, because <laughs> uh, some people can't handle the truth. I think also it takes a level of maturity to say that I don't care what people think. You're yeah. mature now. Some people, yeah. if they're not there yet, they will say that from a place of a victim where yeah. they've been hurt so bad and... It's just like, I don't care. I'm going to do what I want to do. You know, that type of deal. But you're saying it from a place of maturity where, okay, you could judge me if you want, but my relationship is solid with God. And it's not that you're separating yourself from other people, which would be what someone that's following in a victim mentality. They will separate themselves because they think that they don't need people. They're going to do whatever they want to do. But it's not that you're doing that. It's just that you have your perspective in the right place and your spirit is in the right place. Because if a person comes to you the right way, just holding you accountable, I'm sure you're going to give them the time yes. of day, listen to them. So yes. I think that takes a level of maturity as well. But I want to ask you, how should the church or the body of Christ respond so that more people can feel like they're safe in the church with their struggles? Because honestly, people should be safe or feel safe in the church with their struggles. But that's not the case. So how can the um, body of Christ or the church respond? It's a scripture just came to mind when you said that the Bible said, with love and kindness, have I drawn thee. There uh, it is. That scripture came to mind. So, so we have to show them love in, in spite of who they are or what they're going through or what they've done. We have to display the love part first and not the judgmental part. I got to first love you right where you are. And I understand that part because I've been there. I, I want to talk to somebody, but I don't know who to talk to. And then what we do, or what I did, we put it this way, I prejudged that person, but I can't talk to that person because they don't want to talk to me, they this, this, and that, but you never know. Mm -hmm. And if you don't give them that, if you don't give them that opportunity, then you will never know. I Love think, and kindness. Yeah, that's perfect. But you know what? I think too, what you're saying is that the church also needs to be a little more intentional about developing relationships with people. That's really what discipleship is. And that's when you get to show loving kindness, you know, towards these people. And you will create a place for that person to trust you through your relationship. So even as we talked earlier about developing a relationship with God, when you develop a relationship with God, then he will send people to you that you can develop a relationship with them. And here's how you can tell, because you mentioned discernment. The Bible says that you can tell a tree by the fruit it bears. So if you're ever wondering, okay, can I trust this person? Should I move forward in developing a relationship with them to see what it looks like? Look at the fruit that the tree is already bearing. And if the fruit looked a little tricky, then you may want to back off a little bit. But if the fruit that comes from that tree looks better, then you could probably trust that tree. But it's going to take some trust. And I know today's generation 
they really don't trust people and it's because of their own pain it's because of their own experiences as a matter of fact it's not just this generation it's people of all ages if you haven't resolved the issues from your past then it's going to reflect in how you behave in relationships with people and I can say that because I've experienced it you know we may not let me just say this I've been divorced twice and although I wasn't guilty in stepping out on the marriage or whatever. There are some things that I contributed to in that divorce because I had unresolved pain and I didn't fully trust and I had insecurities. So when we develop relationships with people, it's going to reveal a lot about you and you have to be strong enough to look at yourself in the face and say, I want to be healed from this. I'm going to continue to pursue this relationship because this relationship is good for me. And it's the same thing with God. I believe that people walk away from God when we start to get deeper in God's word and we start to see ourselves. And the enemy would try to say, oh, you're a bad person, you're this or that, and try to drive you away. But no, it's that time that you need to dive a little deeper and trust God a little bit harder because he's trying to get something out of you. Pastor Rodney said it earlier that you can keep the, doing the cycle like he did, you know, going to preach and thinking that you preach better or play better because you had sex. <laughs> you could keep going through the cycle, but you're not addressing the stuff that is still in you that got me right there because that's the truth of it all there's still stuff in you and when you read God's word and pursue a relationship with God and pursue a relationship with the people that God placed in your life they will help pull that stuff up out of you to get you to the place that you want to be healed and whole Pastor Rodney I want to say this before we go into prayer is there anything else that you want to share I've enjoyed this time with you and all that you share you know it may seem like a short time but you shared a lot of good nuggets that and it was real that I believe that people will be able to relate to so is there anything else that you would like to share yeah just know your relationship with God and your relationship with God might not be like mine like somebody else's you have to have your own personal relationship with God and make sure it's pure. You can overcome anything. God will help you uh, overcome. And anything, any device, any trick that the devil is trying to turn, just, just know that your relationship with God is, is true. And no matter what that is trying to consume you, God will help you get over it. Trust me. Trust God. Trust the relationship you have with God. And make sure it's sincere. Because we do a lot of lip singing, but our hearts is not there. So let's, let's try to get our heart in tune with God first. And then everything gets to fall in place. I promise you it will. Yeah, that's real good. That's real good. Thank you so much um, for joining us today and just imparting to those that are listening. Did y'all enjoy it? I can't hear y'all, but I can imagine that you did. But y'all know how we do. Before we go, I'm going to have Pastor Rodney pray because I believe that there are a lot of hearts that are open to receive a prayer. Um, there was something that was said today that has triggered something or ignited something on the inside of you. So we're just going to have Pastor Rodney pray for you and pray if you are struggling in this area that you will be strong and that God will deliver you from it. 
So Pastor Rodney, if you will, could you please lead us in a word of prayer? Eternal God in heaven, we come now. We thank you again for this time. Thank you for this podcast. Thank you for our prophetess, God, for even inviting us to come on to share. Father, I pray, God, those that are listening and will listen later, God, that you touch them in every area of their life. You know the struggle. You know what they're dealing with, God, be it be sexual, be it be something else. God, you know what they're dealing with. And you said, whatever I ask in your son Jesus' name, you give it to me. God, we pray this prayer in the name of your son Jesus, that you move upon these times, your people now. Look on us, God. Look on us like never before, especially these days and time, God. We come against every demon, every devil, every voodoo, Hindu, witchcraft spirit, God, that may have attached itself to us, God. We bind it and send it back from which it comes. Father, we come now asking you, God, just use us in these days and time like never before. In the mighty name of Jesus, strengthen the hearts of these Daniel people, God. In the name of Jesus, let them know, God, all they had to do is repent. And God, you will forgive them for all. And throw their sins and see your forgiveness to remember it no more. And I pray now, God, again, that you look on our prophetess, God, Tiffany, God, touch her, God, from the top of her head to the sole of her feet. Endow her, God, with even more wisdom and knowledge of your word. And God, and whatever she sets her hands to do, I pray, Father, that you move upon it now in the mighty name of Jesus. We say thank you, God. We give you glory. We give you honor. This is your servant's prayer. And it's in Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. 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 Thank you so much for that prayer. Amen. And thank you again for taking the time out to join me on this podcast. I was blessed doing it with you. I hope you were blessed as well. I want to also give you an opportunity to share with listeners how they can follow or hear more from you. Well, I have my own personal page. My Facebook page is Rodney Dames. Then my church page is Unity Delivery Empowerment Center. Also, you can email me. It's my name, RodneyDame1 at gmail.com. Church email is UnityDelivering at gmail.com. And I'm I'm accessible to anybody I'm willing to help. Again, I thank our uh, prophetess uh, Tiffany for having me on. It was an enjoyable time. I couldn't wait. I was kind of scared at one time. She, she, she scared me, y'all. I'm not going to tell you she scared me sometimes. I don't, I don't even understand why. But you I got to tell you. <laughs> you do. Well, you know, he, he going to keep it real. You know, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to have anybody on here that doesn't keep it real. And Pastor Roddy, he keeps it real at all times. So I don't know how I scare him, but praise the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you again, Pastor Rodney. And uh, thank you all so much for joining us. It is my prayer that y'all were able to be inspired today and you received that powerful prayer that Pastor Rodney offered. And because we serve a faithful God, we serve a great God, and we serve a forgiving God, I have no doubt that you will surely have a solid Saturday. See you all next time.